You are now listening to the Divorce Diaries podcast with your host, well, that's a secret. No names, ages, or any other identifying characteristics will be used as we protect the young and innocent. You'll be taken on a journey as one man considers getting a divorce or remaining married. The Divorce Diaries daily entries chronicle the decision-making processes in real time as they unfold day by day. He hopes to add a bit of clarity to his sometimes muddled mess of a marriage. Cheating, overspending, sex, sadness and betrayal are the characteristics of this marriage. Is he making the right choice? Welcome to The Divorce Diaries. Entire seasons are released on Patreon weeks before anywhere else. At Divorce Diaries Podcast Patreon page. Link below in description. Now for today's episode. I am continuing down the path of my one-year-old experiment for my wife, just continuing to treat her like that. And it's um, it's disheartening and it's sad that I have to, like a one-year-old, I have to validate my wife as often as I do. I have to validate her feelings. I have to validate her perspectives when they're bad or wrong. Um, I have to just overall make her feel good all the time so that we, I don't know how to say it, so that we don't have conflict. It's its not a, it's not one of those situations where we are both seekers of the truth and we find that resolving problems will make us a better couple. It's just you know, it's a reason that I set her ringtone to Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. Um, let me see if I can actually uh, dig that up. It's it's it's, it's just weird. Um, the level of fun or positivity um, that my wife needs to have. Um, because life is full of so many, let's just say bills you have to pay and life is filled with so many tough decisions you have to make. Life is filled with so many ups, which are great and you wanna ride those waves, right? But life is also filled with so many, you know, downs, so many things that aren't so good. And it's just, it's just tough being around someone that only, that needs, like, I mean, needs things to be extremely positive. What I've found is my wife just really can't cope. She can't cope with the negatives. And I don't know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. I don't know how to combat that because I, man, it's just a heavy lift. It's a heavy lift, and I'm showing my vulnerability as a man. I'm showing my vulnerability as me. I just, I don't understand how I'm supposed to always compensate. Oh, she's in a bad mood. Okay, don't say anything that'll trigger her. Oh, she's in a good mood. Ride that wave. Oh, but she's in a good mood. Not about you guys. Um, not about the marriage. She's in a good mood about something totally unrelated. So, don't 
make this about you guys and try to have like, you know, a romantic evening because, you know, it's, it's, it's just a lot. And, um, yeah. So off that, there was a note that I made that I was going to make a diary entry on, um, a little bit better. And, um, it's just all I need. So the reason that I'm, I'm definitely, you know, that I definitely have the stomach for and am seeking divorce um, ultimately is because I understand my wife and I understand what she is and what she's bringing to the table. I've realized that all I want is just no, no, no. All I need is something a little bit better. And I was trying to walk out this thought process a lot. I'm like, you know, if you're going to get a divorce and you're going to stop being with the person that you're with, um, you're like, you know, this person does X, Y, and Z thing wrong, bad, whatever. To me, they're insensitive, blah, blah, blah. That's a fair perspective to have. It's a fair position to take. And you want someone that is the opposite of X, Y, and Z. Um, controlling, disrespectful, aloof, crass, cruel, mean, bad with money, fat, whatever your thing is, you want someone that's going to be the opposite. You want someone that's fit. Let's make the list. That's got their shit together. That makes a good amount of money. That will be a great mom. That will be a great dad. That um, respects you. That wants to have date nights. That loves splitting chores. That pays for half of things. That, 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 right? You want that person that does those things. And you want so much, which might be why we struggle so much. And I think that might be why I haven't pulled the plug on my marriage and gotten a divorce um, before now because I maybe was just, you know, of the mindset like, oh, yeah, you've got to, you know, finding someone with all of these qualities is going to be really difficult. And that's true. You know, finding someone with all those qualities is going to be pretty difficult. And I'm going to stay in this marriage where I'm not happy at all. But in order for me in my mind to be happy, I've got to get all of those other things. I have to get the opposite of what I think I'm getting in my current marriage, in my current situation. So I realized that I was just trying to, every time I went to bat, I was trying to hit a home run every single time. And um, I didn't worry about my swing mechanics, um, and I'm not a baseball player, so this is something that I can't really speak to with any um, with any certainty, but I think that's what makes this a better example for me to use, because I don't know shit about baseball, so I can speak to it in a way that may, maybe what might make sense to people, I guess. So, you want to get I think there are things with your grip that you have to get right with baseball. Um, and obviously you've got two hands. 
your left hand, right hand. I don't know which one goes on top of the other. I think when I swing, I think my right hand, I'm right-handed. So I think my right hand goes on top of my left. Um, I don't know how close you need to be to that little round part at the bottom of the bat. Um, I don't know how your feet need to be, but I'm sure that needs to be um, straightened out. Um, a stance needs to be um, locked in. Um, comfort, probably sitting down on your hips or something like that. Like while you, you squat, then there's hand-eye coordination, all these other things. And then ultimately at the end, I guess at some point, if you had a baseball swinging coach, he would then probably let you swing the bat. But there's a lot of little things that need to happen before that. Let me take a sip of my coffee. Ah, yeah, we're recording this one in the morning. So it's like so many little things need to happen to where you can actually even make your bat touch the baseball, let alone let your bat touch the baseball at a high speed. Let your bat touch the baseball when there's a pitcher trying to strategically throw balls in a random fashion or a fashion that's not known to you where the ball curves, it drops, it slides, it sinks, what are the other th it knuckles or whatever. I don't know. Whatever these balls are called, um, they do weird things and you have to be able to adjust. So, but you can't do any of that unless you do all those little things. So I'm applying that to my marriage and I'm like, Man, I don't need to go up here and hit a grand slam. I don't I don't need to be able to give myself the okay to get a divorce when I'm just I don't need to give myself the okay to get a divorce when I'm making myself need to find that perfect situation or like man if i had the if i thought things could get so much better i i'd leave which i know that some people do that and, I, and i've seen some people that get a divorce you know what publicly celebrities what whatever um they get a divorce and it's like well they're not happy afterward because it's like man you see everyone shit you know everyone shit out here there's you're not going to be able to find anyone blah 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 because everyone is shit and I get that. I see that. I can appreciate that. But I think how I'll make myself feel better about this is and more confident as I move into this stage, new era, whatever, um, ultimately is going to be when I made this choice just a couple of days ago when I made this note. All I need is a little bit better, actually. Because what I'm going through and what I go through every day with my wife and what I have gone through over the course of our marriage between um, my wife just, I don't know how many Amazon packages come to my house a week and how many have, you know, over the years. And she's got so much debt and she makes a lot of excuses. She really prioritizes other people over our marriage, I won't say me because I don't think she views it that way. I think she's just like, oh my gosh, like I've got so much to do with the kids. I've got school. I've got, I've got, I've got, and I'm going to get fit and I, and I don't know what to eat. And I'm just trying to, uh, and, it, and the time got away from me. My wife is just someone that lets life happen to her. She doesn't live her life based on her own terms. Whatever comes up in someone else's life, she just takes care of that. 
Um, and I know people say that bullshit a lot. Like, oh, a woman just puts everyone else first. I don't believe that because that's that implies that she's deciding to put everyone else first. Because if you are deciding to put everyone else first, then life isn't living you. You're still living your life because you that's how I am. I know that I put a person on a pedestal in my life, whether it be my kids or my wife at one point, my parents and stuff like that. I would put them at a place and give them a status in my life. And then I would treat them like the status I gave them was. That's what I would do. I would treat them like that. So done. That was me living life my way by maybe making people overly important. And, and, and I was making a lot of mistakes when I would do that. Um, let me see if I can find this ringtone. Yeah. So I just, but I was living life based on what they wanted. And, but I put them there. So I made that choice. So I, I never really felt like I never really felt super ambushed. I would only feel things like disappointment. Like I feel with my wife and myself. I feel like, oh man, I'm really fucking disappointed that my wife is such a shitty wife to me, but she's not the worst mother, but she's all, but she's an enabling mother, which a lot of time makes her really bad as a mother. And it's like, I did that because I chose to marry her. It's not like um, the opposite of like, like women. It's like, you're literally, a man asks you to marry him. And it's like, that just that right there. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think that men should ask women to marry them, but I think women should understand what that means, that you are in a position of non-power and that's okay. In fact, I believe that that's good. I, every woman just take single mother stats and stuff like that, like with their kids and sons, when a woman is typically in the driver's seat of something, you typically don't go in good directions. You don't really know where you're going. You, you might happily end up at your destination. And as long as everyone's feeling good and no one was made to feel bad, it's a good time. I believe that manifests in when a woman typically gets ready. A, I don't want to say a typical woman because, I mean, I think if you're listening to this, you understand that this is a... I think if you're listening to this, you understand just how biased people can be and people are biased based on their experiences. I have had a lot of experiences with women and I have um, daughters. I have a wife. I have a mother. I have other female members of my family. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that it is more difficult for women to make a decision. I'm not saying with specific things or whatever. No, it's just difficult for women to make a decision, more difficult for women to make a decision, or it takes a woman much more time to make a decision. And sometimes when time is of the essence, that inability to make a decision or a quick decision can sometimes be even more detrimental. It's better to make a decision and let it be wrong than make the right decision. Because I understand women don't want to make a mistake. Men don't want to make mistakes either. But I'm just saying when you look at the average woman, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't leave the house without putting my face on. 
or the amount of time it takes for a woman to get ready because she's choosing between outfits. Oh, this doesn't make me look like this. Oh, oh my gosh, I don't like how this looks. Oh, the color's wrong. Oh, the cut's bad. Oh, the you bought all this stuff. You know that you have a fat body that you're trying to shove into that dress. You know that you're three sizes larger than you were last year. You know all these things, yet they're somehow not front of mind for you. So you're always surprised at what you look like with this dress on. Granted, I understand people will say stuff like, oh, it just didn't speak to me. Oh, when I put this on, I thought I would look better. And oh, I wasn't feeling that for this event. Yeah, there's something happening. You're just kind of bouncing around in your mind. And ultimately, you end up making a decision because you have to, because you'll miss the show. But in your inability to make a choice, you became sad or frustrated. You took it out on the person that was going to bring you there, the man, most likely. And you were down on that. And you're only thinking about how you need to buy more clothes or how you need to get rid of all your stuff because the clothes are the problem, not your eating habits or the fact that you couldn't make a decision or the fact that you overthought the formality of the event. And it's like you really would have been OK with that nice blazer and cute blouse and it wouldn't have been that big a deal. But instead you obsessed and you did. So I'm just saying we all understand that that is generally how a woman is wired and the way that my wife is wired, I'm like, you know, I just need a little bit better than this. I love my wife. Um, and I'm not in love with her. And I don't think that I'll ever be in love with anyone again, because I understand what love means and love is a feeling. So, well, so let me take that back. I could be in love with someone, out of love with someone, in love with someone, out of love with someone, but not in the hopeless romantic sense. Just like, wow, I feel so good about you. I feel so good about you being in my atmosphere, my in my environment, in my space, in my bed. Wow, I love you. Oh, wow. You are horrible with money. You just spent my money. It seems like you're taking from me. I think you just want to squat in my place. Um, you don't want to do anything to help me out. Okay, I don't love you. And it's I could just float back and forth between that like that. Just no, oh, oh I love you now because it's a feeling. And you're doing things that make me feel love. And then you're doing things that don't make me feel love. And my wife doesn't do things that make me feel love. And I don't even want love anymore. Like I said, I only want respect at this point. I only want respect. And what that looks like from the woman in my life. I just want respect. Um, not adoration or anything like that. But if you respect me, oh, come up, rub my shoulders. If I'm hungry, offer to make me something. If you're hungry, I'm going to offer to make you something. Hell, I may even be making it already. I'm planning um, my whole family's dinners and meals. And I'm going to, in a bit, I'm going to go up and make a big, um, I went and got these big sub rolls um, because I was going to make meatball subs. I bought some meatballs, but I didn't realize we didn't have any um, marinara sauce. So I'm just going to pivot and I'm going to, in an hour, I'm going to go up and I'm going to make um, a bunch of bacon and a bunch of eggs. And I'm going to throw a bunch of cheese on top of the, those those sub rolls that I purchased. And everyone's going to come downstairs to um, some really fat breakfast sandwiches. It's going to be nice. But that's not something that my wife thinks of. I want to surprise my family with this. And 
hey guys, you know, I made everyone pancakes. Um, but I will say, since I've done this one-year-old experiment, last weekend my wife made these waffles. She bought a waffle iron and she made these waffles and I just came downstairs and I mean fucking shocked as shit. You know, I'm fucking shocked. And my wife just, she made a bunch of waffles. Didn't, no one asked her, everyone was sleeping. She got up really early and she did something for someone else. And I'm like, wow, and that's the little bit better that I'm looking for. Granted, even if my wife continued to do this, I have to say that because she cheated the way that she cheated on me and the way that she was calling the person she was cheating with after our marriage counseling sessions and talking to this person, obviously telling him what was discussed in our marital counseling session when she hadn't come clean about her affair and I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on, why she was on her phone all the time, why her text messages went up to like... 7,000 in a weekend or some bullshit like that, or maybe it was a month. It was a month. I think I'm exaggerating. And I'm like, who the fuck is she texting? And I would get the, I saw the number and that's how I finally discovered their affair. I mean, she wasn't spending time with her kids, me, anything like that. Just a total high school girl bullshit, totally immersed in the affair. And I'm like, wow, we weren't even worth juggling with this motherfucker. She just fucking did whatever she did. And that's when I knew, without a shadow of a doubt. And that's, and that's my wife's ringtone. And it has been for about maybe a year, year and a half now, because I... I had to respect Cindy Lauper. I I didn't understand. I didn't understand that girls just wanted to have fun. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get it. I didn't take it that seriously. I didn't. I didn't understand that this was so important to women. <sighs> Jesus. I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't respect it. I just thought it was a fun song in the past. But I stepped back and I looked at my mom and I looked at my sisters and I looked at all the women in my family and I'm like, they fucking have meltdowns and if they're not having fun, and I know fun, fun's a weird word, so we'll just substitute fun maybe for girls want you to feel good. And, you know, some what might make a woman feel good is, oh, if she feels protected, she might, she feels good. If she feels safe, she feels good. If she doesn't feel restricted, she feels good. If she doesn't feel judged, she feels good. If she doesn't feel, um, what's the, when you're not accomplishing something, if she doesn't feel like a failure, whether she is or not, if she doesn't feel like a failure, she's feeling good. So it's a really tough 
thing to find yourself in when you're married. If you're a man, I mean, you're most of us, you know, you're definitely going to be married to a woman. So it's really hard to swallow that pill where you are in a relationship with someone that needs to feel good, needs to, then you're in, then you've got to reframe. You've got to reframe what marriage is to you. You've, you, you've got to reframe it. You've got to rework it. You've got to redo it because needing to feel good is, um, oh, there are too many things in life that will make you feel not good. So needing to feel good is just, man, you'll be wildly unsuccessful. So I just, um, but I get that now. I totally understand it. So no more marriage. Um, and I just need a little bit better. If you don't make my wife, like I said, she made the waffles last weekend. Um, if that's the interval, so we'll just, we'll tally it up and we'll say, let's say over the last year, that's the one thing that she did. I'll say she made dinner maybe 20, we'll go with 20 times, maybe two dozen, 24 times. Over the last year, she made dinner and she made breakfast, those waffles like last week. That's in a year, one year. That is, le oh, okay, that's, that's less than a month. Even if I were, were to round up to 31 whole days, my wife has gone out of her way to prepare meals for the family. Um, and I'm not counting her purchasing meals. Now, her purchasing meals, let's go with another 30 days during the year. Um, Chinese food, pizzas, whatever the bullshit. Um, and even DoorDash and Chick-fil-A and Subway and these horrible places that aren't even good for us to be eating at. Um, but they're fast food, uh, Wendy's, you know, she'll, she'll do that knowing that I'm on like a diet where I bulk cook and shit like that, but she'll get these, this food and it's like, okay, so let's just go to 60 days. Um, Hey Siri, what's 365 minus 60? 365 minus 60 is 305. Yeah. I could have counted that up. But those other 305 days, um, then you can take another 30 days out just in case like, oh, the days that I'm not able to make it home for dinner, there's something that came up, I'm meeting up with some coworkers or friends for happy hour or something like that. So there's some fin for yourself days in there. Um, and there's also days where I, I've cooked so much where we're eating for three days on my leftovers. So, okay, cool. But if we're not, we're not at that, um, six months for me, six months for my wife. And maybe that's not a fair um, fraction of separation, you know? Like nobody really does 50-50 of everything. So I don't want to bullshit that and act like, oh yeah, you know, everybody does that. And we should have 50-50, but 50% of the bills and I make 50% of the meals and that's bullshit. That's not how things work. People do a little bit more than people do a little bit less. But when we're chalking up the, um, over the course of a week, and let's say during the week, my wife makes no meals and I make all of them. I just need a little bit better. I don't need you to make half. I don't need you to do that. But I need to be with someone that will. Maybe two. Because let's say just the cooking thing, that's my thing. I like doing it. It's my thing. So I'm going to, Sunday, I'm going to make 
you know, two days worth of food because it's, you know, I'm going to make a lot of it and we're going to have leftovers. So Sunday I cook, Monday's leftovers. Tuesday you should say, you know, hey, you know, we're, we're almost out of food, so I'm going to, Tuesday I've got it. Maybe she makes food Tuesday and she makes enough for leftovers for Wednesday. Okay, Thursday maybe that's the fast meal or something and it's kind of a toss up who's gonna make it, who's not. Um, and I make food on Thursday. We order family pizza on Friday and kind of hodgepodge it, figure it out on Saturday. Maybe I cook then also, and, I, and I, it is. It's, it's more like a four days for me, two days for her. Um, yeah, that's that's fine. I just need a little bit better. I don't need you to, you know, oh, you cook one week and then I cook the next week. I don't need that. That's too big a shift, too big a change. It's, we got personality differences and proclivities and things we like to do, more of and less of. So that's why I feel really comfortable moving into this divorce because I just know why I need a little bit better. Just a little. If you want to keep buying all this stuff on Amazon when you're in so much debt, I just need someone that looks at that just a little bit better. I need someone that says, oh, this debt is bad. I'm not going to make frivolous purchases. I feel that that's a very reasonable conclusion to come to. And I just need you to be a little bit more reasonable. But my wife's unable to do that. And that's okay. It has to be okay because I can't, I can't keep dealing with my wife like this in, in this marriage because I never know what's coming. I never know what's coming. And um, why spend the next 40, 50 years, whatever it'll be, if I'm blessed enough to live that long, putting up with this shit. I don't, I don't need to. And if what they want to do is have fun, I don't need to do this. That was the Divorce Diaries podcast. The Daily Saga will continue tomorrow. The full season's episodes are on Patreon now. Subscribe for early access. Click the Patreon link in the description. Hopefully these entries help our anonymous recorder as a form of his own personal therapy. That's his hope and his intention. Will these recordings of life's curveballs lead this family to the best resolution in the end? We'll keep listening. New episodes are released daily on all podcast players, but all episodes are available on Patreon at Divorce Diaries Podcast Patreon page. Until next time. <laughs>